I didn't look for what is my absolute passion and now I need to make money out of it. I was just like, okay, my passion is to travel and not to have a boss. You've got to keep going. You've got to keep moving through this. You've got to keep finding the right mentors and coaches and programs to help you build your business so you can leave this job that you haven't been happy at for so long. Welcome to the Boss Bay Podcast, a place where we share with you the real behind the scenes of building successful businesses, achieving peak performance, and learning how to balance it all. I'm Danielle Canty, president and co-founder of Boss Babe, and your host for this episode. Now today, I'm actually interviewing two amazing ladies that Nat and I have had the pleasure of coaching, Nadine Rona and Emily Fitz. These ladies are so, so special because they were actually a part of our mastermind program that we ran last year with Alyssa Nebrugger. And I just want to preface this interview by saying how amazing it was to see these women grow in both of the careers and personal development and the transformation that they've both seen in just over six months with actually working with us. Now, As we're kind of currently dealing with difficult situation and certain times with COVID-19, most people are really trying to navigate this new normal by figuring out ways to pivot their businesses. And the current climate has forced many of us to figure out different ways to fully take our businesses online. And today, that's what we'll be chatting with Emily and Dean and how they've actually been successful to do that because both of them are actually coaches themselves, Emily being a manifestation coach and Nadine being a social media coach. But prior to this, they actually had nine to five jobs that they knew deep down inside that were just not for them. So I am pretty certain that a lot of you listening to this are going to really resonate with the position that they were in, whether you're kind of thinking, okay, yes, I do have a consistent pay check and I'm comfortable, but why and how do I go on to do more things? I feel like deep down I'm meant to be an entrepreneur and how and why do I do this and how can I change and how can I get my message out there? And I know that this comes up for a lot of people, but I also know that the fear of the unknown often holds a lot of people back from actually taking that leap and trusting in themselves. But we really wanted to put this podcast out so that you know that we've all been there. So if this does resonate with you, then this interview will really give you some perspective because Nadine and Emily gave us so much insight on how they were actually able to successfully pivot from a desk job to launching their own fully digital businesses in the last year. And like I said, Natalie, Alyssa and I have absolutely loved seeing these ladies go through their journeys as coaches and it's been such a pleasure to help them in their transformation so that they can go on and transform other women's lives and careers and their stories are just so inspiring and it really goes to show that when you follow your dreams, everything really starts falling into place. So if you are interested in learning just how these ladies were able to successfully start their coaching businesses, then keep listening and as always, take a screenshot and share your biggest takeaways on Insta stories, tagging me at Danielle Canty and tagging Boss Babe at bossbabe.inc. A Boss Babe is unapologetically ambitious and paves the way for herself and other women to rise, keep going and fighting on. She is on a mission to be her best self in all areas. It's just believing in yourself. Confidently stepping outside her comfort zone to create her own vision of success. Vision of success. So welcome to the Boss Babe podcast, Nadine and Emily. Hi. Hello. I am so excited about this podcast and not only because you are the most amazing clients, but you guys have such inspiring stories and I'm just really excited to share that with our listeners today. 
I'm so excited. So excited. So happy to be here. So I want to start with you, Nadine, and I'd love for you to just give a little overview into what really inspired you to leave your nine to five in 2015 and grab that suitcase and move to Bali? Yeah, well, I would love to share that. So I think I have never been the person for a nine to five. I'm originally from Switzerland. So you start working when you're like 16 years old. And the first day at the office was like, wow, this is really not for me. Even like after eight hours, I came back to my parents and I was like, wow, I do not like that. And they were like, well, that's just how life is. So because my surrounding was like, this is how life is. You work, you go to university, and then you have even a better job, but you work even longer hours. I did that for like 12 years. And at one point, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. So I quit my nine to five without really a plan. But I had some money saved. So I just used that money, sold all my stuff, like got rid of my apartment and went traveling. And I went to Bali, Australia, Thailand, and then back to Bali. And I think it was around after two months, I ran out of money. I was not used to not having an income anymore. So I was like, oh, either I go back to Switzerland or I find something that I can work online. And in Bali at that time, that was like five years ago, there were already people working online, but it was not really a big thing. Instagram was not a big thing. It was there, but it was not as big. So I was just looking into options, what other people were doing. And one day my friend said to me, well, why don't you just offer social media? Because you're good at that. I'm like, why not? But who should I offer it to? And she was like, well, my boss needs help with that. And you could just do it for her. So I started doing that. I had like my first client right away. And then more people, especially from Switzerland, were like, oh, I need that service because a full-time employee in Switzerland is way more expensive, obviously, than a Mm. freelancer. So I was doing that for like, I think, three and a half up to four years And I got good money. I was just traveling. Everything was fine. And then at one point, a lot of women started reaching out to me saying, hey, how are you able to still travel? Like, what do you actually do? And that's when I started moving my business more in the direction of coaching and helping these other women become a freelance social media manager. Because at that point, way more companies were open to that option and saw like, hey, I can actually save money I hire a freelancer and I get like a super professional person. So that's where I am at right now. That's my story in like a nutshell. A nutshell. I love that. And I know this, there's actually so many points that I want us to come back to during this interview because I really think that a lot of people get to that point where they're like, actually, do you know what? I'm just not happy. And you have that mm. choice to make at that point. Okay, do I stay and go, okay, this is like what life is like. And this is exactly like what I'm supposed to feel like. And I'm not supposed to love going to work every day. Or do you have that decision where you're actually like, do you know what? I want more. I want to try something new. And I want to take that leap of faith. Or as a guy, Hendrix says that big leap into mm. something new. So I'm really excited to kind of come back to that. But before we do, I just want to, Emily, I would love for you to introduce your story because I know you didn't necessarily move country, but you also had that kind of epiphany where you're like, do you know what? This is the final straw. I am not here for this anymore and I want to change. So do you want to share a little bit about yours? Yeah. So originally I moved to Los Angeles to be an actress And I gained a little bit of success, a little bit of momentum here and there, but never really took off in the way that I wanted it to. So I never was interested in a nine to five from the beginning of my life. And what I did on the side was I waited tables, but that was a lot of hustle. It was a lot of grind. It was a lot of living paycheck to paycheck. 
And what happened about four years into my waitressing career, as I call it, I actually fell and I tore my shoulder. I broke my elbow. I didn't have any medical insurance at the time. So I was totally uninsured. I couldn't go see a doctor. I couldn't get the right x-rays or a caster. So I ordered this sling off of Amazon and I'm walking around waiting tables with one arm trying to serve drinks and take orders and all of these things. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm about to be 30. Like there has to be a better way. This cannot be what my life is supposed to look like. And what was great is that gave me the trigger, that gave me the impetus to be like, okay, something has to change, something has to shift. And through that process, I actually, I have a great story about being able to leave my job, a manifestation story, which is initially I launched my business as a manifestation coach. And I actually had one of our girlfriend of mine, she was a regular at the restaurant. And I said to her, you know what? In six months, I'm going to leave this job. I'm going to quit this job for good. And she says, okay, great. Give me a date. I'm going to put it in my calendar. And so immediately I'm like, oh my God, no, we can't put a date to it because then it makes it real. But what was amazing about that is it also created this like subconscious track in the back of my mind that was like, you've got to keep going. You've got to keep moving through this. You've got to keep finding the right mentors and coaches and programs to help you build your business so you can leave this job that you haven't been happy at for so long. And what was amazing is when I walked in the back office to hand in my two weeks notice, which is such an amazing, powerful feeling to be able Mm -hmm. to finally do that after so long. When I handed in my two weeks notice, I was reminded of that conversation. And I sent her a text message and I said, do you happen to have the date, like the exact date that we said I was going to quit my job by? And the little message comes through and I look down and I look at the calendar in the office and it was six months to the day. Wow. I love that. And I'm so excited for us to dive into this a little bit more throughout this conversation. Yeah. So good. I love that. And I love that you just like made that decision. And I love like how it all kind of like fell into place. And it seems like it fell into place in one shape or form because like you shared, Emily, you were kind of doing like, okay, well, six months from now I'm going to leave. And then what do you know, six months you did leave. But what was really going through both of your minds when you were deciding to leave that employed positions? Because I often think like there is so much anxiety around that, like going in to do something new and making that decision. Like I just wonder like what that process was like for each of you and what that was like for your families too. Because I hear a lot with a lot of our clients and people in the society and people in the boss babe community is that actually it's not always them who puts up the most resistance, but it's those people who do or don't support them in doing something so unusual for a lot of people. So Emily, do you want to speak to that first? Yeah. So in all transparency, I would say that I was absolutely terrified (laughs) to finally turn in that two weeks notice and set out and actually be the entrepreneur, be the CEO, right? Quote unquote of my own business, taking my finances into my own hands. There was a lot of unknowns. There was a lot of, can I do this? Is this possible? Like a lot of thoughts and beliefs that I myself had to walk through, even though I was coaching other women to heal their beliefs. So it was an interesting dynamic. What's interesting about the family dynamic for me is that I kind of brought my family through the rigor when I told them at 18 that I was going to go to school for musical theater. (laughs) So they were like, 
what now? So when I decided that I was going to set out on my own entrepreneurial journey, they were like, okay, this is her. This is just what she's meant to do in this life. So it wasn't a huge shock when I told them that I was starting my own business. It kind of seemed really fitting, actually, given my history. Mm, I love that. What about you, Nadine? For me, it was more like the opposite because I have been struggling with that nine to five for like 12 years. When I left, there was no go back for me. Like it was so clear, like my unhappiness at that point was so high. So there was like no going back for me. So I wasn't even anxious because I was already living the life that I didn't want. So it could only get better for me. But for my family, coming from Switzerland and then telling them when I was traveling, hey, you know what? I'm actually going to stay in Bali. That was like a huge shock for them. They were like, what are you doing in Bali? And then also when I didn't have any more money, they were like, well, how are you going to make money now? I'm like, well, I'm just going to figure it out and doing an online business. And I think they struggled for the first at least three years, still telling me, please come back. It's dangerous and you can't just stay there forever. You should have a secure job. You should have a house in Switzerland. So for me, it was good in a way that I left Switzerland because I didn't have it constantly around me. So only when I was on phone calls. But I know from working with my clients, if you're in that surrounding, people constantly telling you, you should stay in your job because it's secure and this is how society works. It's so much harder to make that decision. So I kind of like tricked it a little bit by just moving across the the world (laughs) and just like stay in my little bubble here surrounded by other entrepreneurs. That was what kept me going. And that's also why then I created that kind of community for others because I realized, hey, because I see here every day other people doing the same thing, that motivates me. If I would have stayed in Switzerland and everyone would go to their nine to five telling me that this is the thing to do, I think I would have had a harder time to create something, if that makes sense. Let's take a minute to talk about one of my favorite educational platforms, Masterclass. I have been referring back to this platform for years and I love that you can simply log in and take inspirational classes from world-class coaches no matter where you are. If you haven't explored Masterclass yet, go to masterclass.com slash boss babe and scroll through some of the categories. I think you'll really love what you see. One of the latest classes I tuned into was Anna Winter's class on creativity and leadership. She takes you into her office as Vogue's editor-in-chief and it was so inspiring to learn about her leadership style, team culture and how she encourages creativity in her team. Not only does Masterclass have tangible business development classes that you can watch at your desk or listen to on the go, but it also includes classes in 10 other categories ranging from food, home and lifestyle, music, wellness, design and so much more. There are over 200 classes to choose from with new classes added every month. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Plus, Every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash boss babe. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash boss babe, masterclass.com slash boss babe. 
And that's the thing, right? You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So like you say, when you remove yourself from certain communities and intentionally put yourself in others, it makes it a lot easier for that to become your new norm. So like we see within like our communities that, you know, people surround themselves with female entrepreneurs. So it's much easier for them to get that advice, get the support, get that positive affirmation that yes, this is a hundred percent what they want to be doing and they are quite capable of doing it. So I really love that. And I want to just talk, you know, Nadine, you spoke about this a little bit earlier in your story about how you first kind of one decided what you were going to do, but also like how you got those first clients. And I think what's really interesting is that you didn't actually necessarily kind of go, right, this is 100% what I'm going to do. This is this, this is going to how I get my clients. It was actually sounded a bit to be more organic around that rather that people were recommending what you could do and connecting you. Is that fair? Is that right to kind of say that? Or I just want to understand a little bit of that process what that process looked like for you to actually get started yeah that's actually exactly true Danielle and the thing is I think that made my life also easier because I didn't look for what is my absolute passion and now I need to make Mm. money out of it I was just like okay my passion is to travel and not to have a boss and then I would just take on a job where I feel I'm more or less good at and that was social media and so I was just offered that so it really came naturally but probably also because I was not pushing it I was just I also did other stuff like someone asked me oh can you do my website so I was like yeah sure and I did that and I was like wow I really do not like that so I didn't offer that anymore and with the social media the first one came really naturally and then I realized okay I kind of like doing that and it still allows me to have my freedom but it was not that I was like wow social media that's my dream job I want to do that every day it was more like I want to have the freedom I don't want to have a boss and I like social media so I can combine it and I think that's why it was really easy it was not something that I felt the pressure wow I need to find the one thing that really fulfills me the fulfillment was already leaving the nine to five I absolutely love that. And I think there's a lot of peace within that as well. And just being like, oh, okay, do you know what? Like, I'm really happy that I've left my nine to five and now I'm going to welcome and I'm going to try things. And then I'm going to say, yes, oh, I like this. Or I'm going to say, no, I don't like that. And lean into the things that I do like, but actually not feeling like, because I do think there is this expectation sometimes that when someone decides to leave a job, potentially there's like financial restrictions that mean they have to have something that they go right into. But sometimes people lack the ability or the freedom to actually explore and I think like you spoke about at the beginning like utilizing some of your savings to really help you explore and understand what that looked like there is a lot of power in that as well and just being able to be like okay well I enjoy this I'm good at this and this comes naturally and you know this is what I really I'm good at and can lean in that but I know that Emily yours was a little bit more different because you actually had to like you say yours is more like I want it I need to be earning this money to be able to leave it right yeah And to be honest, I think I did everything you could possibly do wrong under the sun to start a business (laughs) or a coaching business. I was like, oh, I'm not making any money. Let me invest in some ads to get my name out there, right? Because at that time, I actually didn't have a powerful community like Boss Babe to look up to. I was surrounded by actors, artists, musicians, directors, people who had no idea about any of the things that I now know and that I've learned from you and and Natalie in this community. And 
you know, it's really, really funny because it was like, I wanted that dream, right? Of like the quick Mm -hmm. cash in pocket from being a coach. And what I learned- Overnight success. (laughs) Overnight success, totally. (laughs) Let me throw some Facebook ads out there and then I'll be, you know, have a million dollars by next Tuesday (laughs) or whatever. But it was really eye-opening for me. And especially being in the mastermind, I have to say, was really, really eye-opening because I actually realized that I was unconsciously operating from a fear, a deeply rooted fear that success wasn't for me. So what I was doing in my day-to-day life was I was actually doing all of the things to keep myself busy, to stay busy, to look like I was moving forward in my business, but I wasn't actually doing the needle-moving activities that were going to support me to really create a prosperous business from like the ground floor level zero Mm. We love talking about those needle moving activities. Let's talk about that. Like, let's just like double down a little bit on this with regards to the, the mastermind and learning actually what to do. Because I think you've really hit on something that's a really good point. A lot of people are like, okay, right, I want to leave my nine to five or I want to start a business and I'm going to just like read these articles. I'm going to listen to this one person I met randomly and they had a little bit of advice. So I'm going to go down this rabbit hole here. And they actually often let you say, I'm going to sign up for a million freebies and have an email that's just bombarded with like so many tutorials and PDFs and ebooks and guides. Yeah, exactly. So what was the difference for you? And like you say, like, what was the real, like, why did you decide to sign up for our mastermind? And actually, what did that bring for you? Well, the reason I decided to sign up for it is first of all, what you guys were sharing or what you guys were creating and how you positioned that on your sales page or on your application page spoke directly to my pain points. It spoke directly to the dream and the vision that I had. And you guys were building that. You guys were creating that for a community of women. And I knew that I needed a new community, not because my old community was bad in any way, shape or form, but because they didn't have the tools that I needed to really successfully, powerfully build something that was going to thrive, like especially now, right? Like we're pivoting during the whole coronavirus and COVID-19 and we're being held by people, coaches, mentors who have walked through this or have faced this. And I think really the reason that I signed up for it was that I was seeing three mirror images of what was possible for me to create for myself. I love that. Do you want to share those mirror images? Because I think that's a really good point. Like you can go down different paths, right? And it's understanding which path you really want to walk to get to your destination. Yeah. It was literally seeing you, seeing Natalie and seeing Alyssa as a mirror image of how I wanted to show up in my own business and not just how I wanted to show up, but what was possible for me and what I could create for myself in my business because I was saying yes to a container of women who'd walked that path before, who could say, here, take my hand, let me walk you through to the other side. And especially, it's been so powerful being held also in a container through this unprecedented time that we're now all facing with the coronavirus and a down market. And it just feels really powerful to be even considering the idea that business is actually taking off during a down market or in a potential recession. And to be able to have the mentorship to support me in really truly knowing that for myself has been a really powerful experience. 
I love that. And I'm so excited to come back to the fact that your business has actually grown during this outbreak more than any point. So we're going to come back to that for sure. But I think you touched on some really valid points there as well, because what we really see, and you know, Natty and I, we have our mentors as well. And I, I personally feel like, you know, really everybody in business should have a coach because it really is about allowing that journey rather than being full of zigzags and all those windy roads, actually getting that roadmap, that highway, that motorway, that straighter line not completely straight because it never is but that's straight line to the destination you want to go to and there's so much to be said for actually allowing somebody to support you on that journey somebody who's been a few steps ahead of you or has been maybe like a good portion ahead of you but they're able to kind of turn back and go hey this is what I learned away and this is that blueprint that you should follow and when you actually apply that then like you started off by sharing your journey you were kind of doing stuff which was spending money and investing things that are actually never really going to move the needle for you whereas when you were given that roadmap and credit to you Emily you have worked so so hard in actually utilizing that roadmap and making those changes like that's when it really really kind of comes together one thing I want to call out before we put to Nadine on this subject too is that one that no thing I've noticed the most in you is your own mindset shift and how much inner work that you've done as well on top of this not only have you taken action but how you've really addressed things in your own mind too it's been the most powerful transformative part of being able to grow my business. And I attribute that to Alyssa's work and Alyssa being on me and saying, slow down to speed up, like her whole process around that. And what that has really shown me is that when I'm feeling tired or I'm feeling exhausted or I'm like under the misunderstanding or having this judgment that I have to quick make an offer before the window closes or I'm making taking actions out of desperation and fear versus an empowered place within myself and a powerful mindset and belief system, like being able to adopt that and transform from the inside has actually supported me in shifting my entire outward reality. And especially now through this this time and this kind of crisis that we're all going through, and I know we'll circle back to that, but it's been really, the mindset work has been everything. It has shifted everything for me. 100%. And I, I always say that like, you are your greatest resource and you're only going to be as successful as you're mentally and physically capable of being. And I think that mindset shift is so, so important. And to stay, avoid the overwhelm, avoid the panic and really just hold that high vibration, I think is really, really important when you're growing businesses, particularly if you want to be a true leader as well. So thank you so much for sharing that, Emily. And yeah, we're definitely going to come to how you've expanded your business in this time because it's been amazing to watch. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Nadine, Let's talk a little bit about your kind of journey as well, because like you say, you started off doing social media for other people, but now you actually coach in social media too. So do you want to just explain like that transition and how you've like really seen the impact of being coached, but also being a coach? Yeah, totally. So after I did that for like three and a half to four years, I started doing coaching. I already had back then my own coach. So I, and that coach helped me to transform my business as a coaching business. So I started doing that. And after that coaching was finished with my coach, I realized, wow, this is so powerful and I can get from A to B way faster. And I think that's always been my theme. I'm very impatient and I want to go from A to B super fast and I don't want to waste time. 
So I think for me, having a coach is just like, it shows me, okay, you can go there way fast. Why should I do all the other things that are not working when I could have someone who shows me how it is working? And that is also the same thing that I show to my coaching clients. Like I have been working as a freelancer for a long time and I have made many mistakes and I priced myself way too low and I pitched myself in a way that it wouldn't really work out. And I just didn't want any other women to have to go through that experience. You can just take my blueprint and get a client right away. And then you can leave your nine to five way faster than I did. So that was probably the reason why I um, wanted to offer my coaching services because I saw, okay, you guys can go there really fast. And that's why I also still have coaches and invested in masterminds and mentorship because I realized, well, there are other people out there who can tell me you can do this and then it's way faster. And that's always been my thing. I just want to go there quickly. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I'm the same. I'm always like, okay, how can I get there? <laughs> uh, give me the roadmap. I'm ready to go, which I just think is just so, it really is so powerful. And so I want to just talk to you about like wearing those two hats, right? So tell me about the hat you wear when you are being coached and how you show up in that way. Because I think there's like two different mindsets around that. So I just love to hear from you, like as one of our clients, what have you always kind of been available for and how do you show up to the cause and how do you feel like you attack any constructive criticism and make moves on it? I think what I've learned especially now during these challenging time is like to step up as a leader. So before that, I was seeing myself more as like their best friend who is showing them the strategies. And during the last couple of months, I realized, wow, they see me as a leader and they come to me with not only their strategies challenges, but also with their mindset challenges. So I better get my stuff together so that I can hold space for them and that I can lead them. So I came into the mastermind and to my own coaches and to you guys learning how I can figure out everything in myself, in my own head, how can I do my own inner work so that I can then be a leader to other women, hold space for them and be there and present for them. So I kind of was basically like in the morning, I did the coaching on myself, then I took my time to implement it and to really be with myself so that then when in the evening I had a coaching call for my clients, I could be there for them. And I would say the last few weeks have accelerated that because there was so much pressure in the world going on. So I kind of had to step up really quickly. But if I wouldn't have had mentorship or a coach in that time, I would probably have a mental breakdown myself and then I couldn't serve my clients. So that's really like why it was so important for me to have the support myself. I think you've really touched on that. I think when you're supporting others and both of you have coaching businesses and when you are supporting others, it really is to be supported yourself. Like that's so important so that you have that. Okay, you know, we're all only human. We need to have that safe space. And quite often, you know, to work through problems, it's not even like you necessarily need to be given all the answers. Sometimes you just need that safe space to work through that in your own time with somebody else. So then you can support your clients on their journey and moving forward. So 
really appreciate you guys like sharing that as well. And like you are both so dedicated to your clients. And that's what I just love about working with all of the people that we do in the Boss Babe community is it it's so like you guys really care. And I really saw another way that you really cared as well. Nadine, I was like, we obviously have our Slack community. And you know, one thing that's most amazing about the mastermind is actually how everybody networks together. And I know that you had a call with one of um, a peer, like Elaine actually within the group. And I really thought that was powerful how actually not only when you show up to these masterminds, you not only get like say myself, Natalie and Alyssa, but you get each other. And I think that's what's been really amazing is actually seeing like the support because I know you shouted out in the Slack channel how she'd support you through a leadership skill too, right? Yeah. So for me, it was really like, okay, I saw all the other women and their amazing skills. And even though I'm like, (laughs) sometimes a bit too proud to like acknowledge, okay, this is a point where I could still improve. I really use this mastermind to see like, okay, which are my blind spots and where could I still improve? I am really good in strategy and I am really good in business, but there are still things in mindset and especially also in leadership that come up now. How can I improve that? Because even though I used to work as a team leader in the nine to five, it's completely different when it's your own business. So not only do you have suddenly your own staff that you're working with, but also you're in a group of 20 women and they're asking you questions and they have their own mindset struggles. So how can I show up as a leader? And I want to show up as someone who is like, who cares but he's also a leader and not being bossy or like, you know, still supportive. So that's where I reached out to other women and asked them, hey, can you support me? And in exchange, I can support you with anything, social media, online marketing. And it was really, really powerful. And it was like Emily said before, for me as well, the last six months, it was basically therapy session every day with myself. But it has (laughs) created such a massive transformation that I now can use in order to serve other women. I love that. And so I just want to ask you, Nadine, before we go to Emily, because you actually both have very different businesses and how you get clients and how you serve clients. And obviously yours, Nadine, is about like social media. You get clients from social media and also then you help them with social media. So I just want to talk a little bit about like how you, I guess some key ways that you advise your clients to get clients via social media. I think it's to really create a human connection. I think the thing that I've learned by working in a nine to five for so long is was everything was too corporate. Everything was in a language that was like it did not speak to people. And when I started my own social media, I was just being myself. And that meant I'm not perfect at English and maybe I make mistakes and maybe I show up in a a weird way, but it's just being myself. So then when people were on my coaching, they were like, wow, you're the exact same way like you show up on your stories, for example. So I was never different. And that's what I teach my clients as well. Like when you look for other clients, be yourself, be a human. Don't try to be this corporate agency. You're a freelancer, show up as your own personality. And when I work with, I still now work with some businesses, when I look at their social media, usually it's the same thing. They are putting out content that does not speak to a human. It speaks to actually no one because it's just a corporate language. And when you can transform that and really talk to humans and be more creative about how you show up, that's how you get the clients. 
I love that, Adine. Thank you so much for sharing that. And Emily, like I wanted to come to you because your business has actually started like very differently because you didn't have that like social media presence and that wasn't actually where you were putting a lot of focus. So I'd love for you to kind of share because like you said, you've actually grown your business during the COVID crisis. In fact, wasn't it that you had sold out your bootcamp before even launching or you'd had like so many clients before even launching? Yeah, we weren't even meant to open the cart for, I think, three days. And we'd already had like 10 people enrolled, like half of the entire, yeah, half the entire bootcamp was basically sold. And it was, that was my pivot. That was my pivot, don't pause. You know, I'd been really, really focusing on selling out some more premium priced offers, one-to-ones. And what was interesting is when the pandemic hit, I had to sit with myself and really question my thoughts because my belief, and I could feel it in my body, but my belief was, I'm not going to be able to create a new client during the COVID outbreak. And it was creating so much scarcity mindset. It was creating so much fear. Like even in my physical body, I could feel myself like contracting and pulling away and wanting to disengage from social media because of the fear and the overwhelm and the uncertainty. And so I actually had to use my tools, my mindset work that this mastermind has so powerfully supported me in really, really mastering. I had to sit with myself and really question whether or not that thought was true. And what I came to understand within myself, you sharing earlier, you know, all of the resources lie within you, the answers lied within me. And the truth was that I could create a new client during the COVID outbreak and not during the COVID outbreak. And who I would be without that thought is relentless in my pursuit, creative. I would be willing to pivot. I would be excited. I would be joyful. I would feel expansive. And from knowing that, because I did my inner work, my whole outer world shifted and I was able to show up differently. I was able to show up more authentically, like what Nadine was talking about. Like I could really be authentic in the online space and change the way that I was speaking to people, paying homage to what was going on in the world, but also like also not being afraid of selling, like knowing that selling to someone is really deeply in service of them. And I think because I brought that new energy from that new mindset, it sold the boot camp out basically on its own because there was no there was no real selling. It was just like people need extra support right now and I'm offering it to them. I love that. You ladies are just so, so inspiring. Like this interview has been absolutely phenomenal. I know there's going to be so many people who are just listening. They're going, hang on a minute. Like, you know, if they can do it, so can I. And you've given them the confidence, like the confidence that this really is achievable for them as well. And I just want to honor you both for that and honor you in the way that you show up, not only in the mastermind, but for your clients on social media as your authentic selves, because you're just such both beautiful personalities. And it has been my Natalie analysis complete pleasure in helping you through this journey. So thank you so much. I want you to both share like where people can find you on Instagram and potentially tag you when they've heard of this with their favorite takeaways from this interview. So Nadine, where can people find you? So they can find me on Instagram at blonde underline seashell, or they can go to the website, which is called the socialshells.com. Love it. And Emily? You can find me on Instagram at manifesting underscore junkie or at my website, emily-fits.com. 
I love this. Thank you so much again, ladies. And like we said, if you have enjoyed this interview, please share it and tag us. You've heard the handles. Tag myself at Danielle Canty and at BossBabe.inc too. And we would love to repost. Thanks so much. If you love this episode, please subscribe, download a few more and please leave us a review. I really want to hear what you enjoyed, what your main takeaways were. And I also want to know what you want to hear us talk about next. To say thanks for leaving us a review, we'll send you a copy of The Boss Babe 25. The Boss Babe 25 is the 25 essential resources you need for personal and professional growth. It covers everything from our favorite rituals, books, and hacks. If you want a copy, just leave us a review, screenshot it, and send to podcast at bossbabe.com. We will then email you a copy ASAP. And since we love Instagram, you can go to the hashtag The Boss Babe Podcast and find our latest post and leave a question in the comments. We love reading through the comments and we'll make sure to answer it on our next podcast. Bye.